body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack Life, Not Others is an insight into that life with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. We've got Len to note back of the show. Tim's here. I'm here. It's Steve Mittman. And, you know, as we go from April into May, people are throwing out the term the new normal. And it makes you question, well, what is normal? Whatever was normal. It's all changing as we speak. And I think that's what we're trying to all get a grasp of. What is normal? And then who do we listen to for what we can accept for being the new normal? Because let's face it, you know, nothing's going back to the way it was anytime in the near future. That's the one thing I think we can all agree on for sure. Where do we draw the line? Yeah. If you throw out too much of the old, what do you have left? Number one. Number two, where are you willing to stop accepting things that you're not quite sure of? I think that's the scary part. Would you all agree that, you know, we've seen this happen in times past. It gets into politics and we don't get political on the show. But yet what we do talk about is where we need to uh, where we need to be. We need to question our priorities, our values and decide who we want to be. Yeah, we do. Um, I I have a lot of thoughts on that. You know, last week, the podcast we did was probably one of my favorites. I spoke from my heart as I always try to do, but somehow it just came out right in a lot of ways. I really feel and believe in everything that I said, um, from sacrificing grit to bridging to the phase process to being like a chameleon. I actually use those um, almost every day of my life. But the problem is, is that I have this internal battle of should I read the news? Should I not read the news? How do I find a source that has any credibility that I can rely on. I read one day and the next day, I'm like, what does that mean? This morning, I read, say goodbye to the handshake. Say goodbye to the handshake. Everything my father taught me, everything that I learned, trust, loyalty was eye contact and a handshake. And that goes along with embracing others. How hard is it not to shake someone you care for, someone you're just meeting? That act of trust starts with a handshake. Len, you, you are a very successful businessman and you've built your business on that personal relationship. You're a people person. Where do you think this is going for business? If we lose the handshake, yeah. what does that mean? It's definitely going to make things different. That's for sure. Everybody's instinct is naturally to put your hand out as soon as you meet somebody or, you know, when you're at a trade show or whatever it is. So, it's kind of going to be one of those weird, everybody's going to feel this thing out. And I think everybody's just going to have to accept it or deal with it in their own way. It's just a different way to kind of open the door now. See, that's the whole thing. I think the show is about ideas, positive, refreshing, motivation, inspiration. And I don't want to leave people with a lot of questions. I want to know, are you feeling the same way I'm feeling? And I'll tell you why. I feel like a caged lion in a zoo that hasn't been fed for a month. I just feel like I'm, I'm ready to bust the gates down. I don't even know where I'm going when I get out, but I know I'm going to run somewhere. I feel like I'm inside of a jungle and I'm lost and it's a foggy, foggy day and I can barely see in front of me. So I literally pull my way out of the jungle from tree to tree, but I'm smart enough to leave a marker behind me to know that if I go the wrong way, I can work my way back to center and try another way out. I always said it's like a wall, a brick wall. 
take your problems and grab the biggest sledgehammer you can find and knock that wall down. I feel there's walls all around me. I don't know which one to break down. So the idea in my heart tells me that as I read the news, should I not read the news? But I feel it's important for me to know the welfare for my family, my grandson, Grayson, who's five. What kind of world is he going to grow up in? What kind of life is he going to have? But at the same time, I say, well, I got to move. I, I got to go forward. I got to use my instincts. I got to I got to bridge to yellow belt, orange belt. Somehow I got to continue to step forward. All I can do is dig deep into my faith, surround myself with my family and ask my friends and slowly be guided into my next step. Surely, as I said last week, a journey of a thousand miles, especially these thousand miles that all of us have to travel does start one step at a time, but it's a learning process. That's how I feel. And I don't know about you, Len, but are you getting the same feeling of lack of freedom, lack of space? Uh, what are you doing to fill your time? How do you keep positive? It's, it's, it's hard. It's really hard. Well, yeah, you're, everything you just said, I feel, you know, totally the same way. And one thing that I'm kind of seeing here is that, at least myself, we don't really know what we have until we don't have it. Mm. You know, we're so busy living life, and this is kind of like welcome to the movie 2020 here. It's like life stopped, but time didn't. And you can't get that time back. So what I'm trying to do is, while I'm sitting here trying to figure out this new norm, this new world, you know, trying to put things in perspective, trying to understand what is that that new way going to be. You know, now's a great time to kind of look at what you have. I think everybody's going to reset here, recalibrate. So when everything starts over again, you know, how am I going to fit in? What's going to work for me? What didn't work for me? I'm using this time to look back and see, you know, all these things that I thought were important, the battles I got into, were they really necessary? So I'm going to try to figure out what to not waste my time on that I did before when I get to start over. We all seem to chase things all the time, and we already have them. We're chasing stuff that we don't even know what we're chasing, but now we have time to sit here and reflect. And a lot of things you're chasing you don't need, and you don't realize you have what you need already. You know, what's that John Lennon? You know, uh, life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. Yeah. And I think it goes back to something else you talk about often, Len, is make every moment count. Make as many memories as possible. This will pass, and whether it's a year from now, five years from now, or whatever it is, we can look back, and if we're, if we're in the moment, just making the most of it, we might even look back at this and be like, wow, that was a, that was a changing point. That was the point in my life where you know things really started making sense, and I slowed down and made more sense of a lot of things. It's, uh, but like Steve, you know about- I have- I have to tell you, Steve, I, I don't want to say I disagree with you, but I kind of look at Carol and I again, you know, sitting down, having a glass of wine, talking about life, talking about what's going on. And she says, you know, why do we have to do this? Why do we have to do that? We're not people like that. We are. Um, we're going to make sure that everything is safe. I'm going to make sure that everything is safe, not just for my family, but for my students. I'm going to make sure that I practice due diligence. That's who we are. And I said, well, I'm going to ask you a question, hon. Is why do we lock our doors? Do we lock our doors just because we feel that we need to lock our doors? I said, no, we lock our doors because we know crime exists. We never, ever may have anybody busting into this house. 
but we're going to practice locking our doors. And so what happens is when something significant to this level happens, you don't go back. There is no normalcy again. It is something that will stay in our brains and in our heads. The fear level may dissipate and we may step a little, a little back, but not when you get this far deep into the economic failure, the uh, depression. This takes time. I can't even imagine in my lifetime, not speaking from a negative point of view, to see a recovery. The handshake, say goodbye to the handshake. Now think about that. Say goodbye to the handshake. That is an article that represents where our thoughts are today. And I have to tell you something. When I do see people, it is amazing how everybody is repelling, not coming together. They're staying six feet apart. And that only took four or five weeks to condition ourselves to do that. So if I'm saying anything right now, I'm saying that the bottom line is I feel like I'm losing my eyesight. I feel like I can't see distances anymore. I can't see that far down the road. I can see in front of me, and I got to try to steer my way out of it my own way. The way I feel is comfortable that's going to protect me and my family and my students. This is a risk that our country has been based on, our ability to have freedom, not to be governed by a lot of other things that are going to tell us what and what not to do. I have some very, very, very concerned issues in my mind as how I'm going to move forward. But I will tell you this, and I will end it with this in my part. My favorite movie of all times that inspired me to do what I did was called Enter the Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. And he was in this, you know, you talk about a martial arts guy who's crazed. I'm 16 years old and I'm watching this. And he's in his final fight scene. And he's in a room with mirrors. And he sees the guy he's taken on that's going to kill him. And he doesn't know where he is because every wall is covered with mirrors. So the brainiest part of his move is he starts smashing every mirror until he finds the real person and not the illusion. What we've got to do in our own instincts, in our own mind, in our own body, in our own spirit, is we've got to rely on our instincts, not the illusion. Len, what do you think? See, Tim, that's why I love you, man. You were holding that analogy in your back pocket. That makes so much sense. Break those mirrors down. Break those mirrors down. Take the illusion out of your head. I'm chomping like a lion inside the cage that hasn't eaten for three months. Get to I'm ready to real. go, ready to rock and roll. No, I, that's a good one, Tim. I like that. And I think when we come out of this, which we will, and everybody's you know at different stages of their life, so people are going to come out of this, you know, hopefully smarter, stronger, and wiser based on the ability to you know reflect back on what you've done that you would have done different. And to look forward to this new way and, you know, breaking all those mirrors to see the reality and not the illusion. So hopefully that makes everybody better. So make every moment count. Make memories as many as you can. Stay positive. And it all goes back to the biggest word there is. Keep that hope. Hope. Keep it alive. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittenin social media creation. Steve Mittenin social media.com.